now, now, but you brought up a good point. You said, you know, he make records not really for radio, but if you check his streams, his numbers is popping. So with that being said, how important do you think radio is to a new artist's or any artist's career? You know, do you think it matters to, or should it just depend on streams? I mean, it, it doesn't matter until they get smart. Explain. Artists that is just getting in the game and it's just like, I'm streaming, I'm popping, I'm getting a check. Mm. You know, then they're just hustling. They're just seeing the hand and hand and fit, hand over fist. They're just seeing the exchange. Uh, when they get smart or they get people who are around them, they realize that when radio comes to the table, your streaming and everything else is magnified. It's almost like you performed at the Super Bowl mm. or something. So artists that were really happy with their streaming situation then get radio and kind of play it back. And this is funny because we had this conversation that the finishing school that the Motowns had to teach people how to accept interviews and teach them how to do stuff because you know Smokey Robinson Marvin yeah, all the people hadn't been nowhere before but Detroit right so they didn't know but they had a finishing school that was there and Chuck D always said hip-hop needed that and it needs it more now because now you got kids going YouTube video directly into content and then now they're in on, on Entertainment Tonight and TMZ yeah, yeah so yeah. they're probably gonna do something stupid Right. <laughs> uh, so, you know, so now you got kids who are like, you know, they come in and they really don't think radio is the move. But then when they record, you know, deserves to get on the radio, it gets on the radio and they see that streaming number quadruple. And they're like, what happened? They're like, oh, radio put you in. They're like, oh, what, what radio need me to do? It's like, nah, you, <laughs> you, you know, you kind of blew that one. But, you yeah. know, like so when they get smart and they get a little bit more knowledge of it, they realize radio is a part of it. Now, that don't mean that everybody who's watching this needs to do like they do in Tampa and run down and put the CD in your under your windshield thing and scratch your car or all that. I'm or, sorry. Yeah. I did that a few times. That was I crazy. mean, there was, there was a whole bunch of them. You know yeah. what I mean? And now it's like, you know, people tag you on socials and they're like, yo, my cousin is dope. What's up? And play him. And, and they really think that, but radio is is literally the last piece because mm. we find you when you popping. We look at streaming. I look at the top four hundred records that stream every Monday. I sit there and look at a report to see what's popping and uh, Shazam numbers and everything else where people are like you know checking records that they didn't know and and I mean we just we have a lot of like ten different things that we look at to see what's popping in our city mm-hmm. in addition to reports from our, re- our research department that go out to the clubs and like, yo, they played this. It was a 10. Like everybody was with it. And mm-hmm. then, you know, this one, everybody went and got a drink, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, we look at all of that information and that's how radio comes to us. So you got to have a wave before radio comes. Just the days of, we talk about the Jacksons, the days of just singing and walking in a conference room. Yeah. That ain't it. Now they want to see there's a, a market for what you do. There's people out there checking for what you do. That's how Megan Thee Stallion got on. That's how you know Nipsey grinded it out. I mean, he said it in his lyrics. He did it without radio. Mm-hmm. Now, when radio came around, he was able to buy the block yeah, 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 <laughs> and everything yeah. else. But he was able to eat comfortably without radio. You know, so so radio does add a piece to it that just magnifies it by five or six times. So let me ask you a question. So now that you just shared that, you're looking at this paperwork and all this statistics and analytics to find the new songs out and what you decide to play. What advice can you give to the new artists who are not on these playlists that are just coming with the CDs and trying to get your attention that way? Like, is that uh, method a waste of time, you would think? No, nah, it's not. I mean, they, they, need to, they need to grind it out and get that, get that work done. It's, it's the same way if you were selling a mixtape and you was out on the street selling the tape. 
Yeah. You got to get that work out and let people start hearing it. Because like uh, Russell Simmons called it the power of the zero. He said uh, like uh, Ludacris got signed to Def Jam South. Okay. Originally by uh, by Scarface. Scarface mm-hmm. was the president of Def Jam South. Mm-hmm. And he signed Luda. And he signed him because he had this CD called Incognito. Mm. And he was selling 200,000 units out of his trunk in Atlanta. Mm. And so when he added some songs to it and added a little bit more meat to it, they named it Back for the First Time. Oh, meaning okay. Back from Incognito. But it's my second CD, but it's the first major CD release. Yeah. And they said, when they signed him, they said, it's the power to zero. They said, we know if he's making $200,000 He's buying copies and we're seeing the receipts and he's reordering because he's like moving 200,000 units. We know if we add the Def Jam imprint, the end caps at the record store, the, the video department, the, 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 the all the sponsored stuff. We, we got them up a bit. Yeah. Pol- polish this whole thing up. We can add a zero to that and know we'll make our money, you know, well. So it's the power of the zero. Show me what that you work with. I don't care if you move in 100 CDs a week. Show me, yo, consistently, I'm selling 100 a week. At least I know there's 100 people out there who are rocking with what you do. Mm. You know, so you got to show people that there's a worth in what you do before you walk in and stomp your feet and say, oh, I need to be on. It's like, well, let us know. Yeah. If you ain't on these metrics, then what metrics are you on? That's a fact, man. Yes, I guess you got you to gotta prove your worth, you know. You do. At that point. You do. I mean, there's, I mean, now the ear is something, too. I mean, but it's just, if I like something and my ear like something, I'll play it, you know, but... I ain't going to be able to get behind it if it doesn't have the rest of the stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I have major labels that are trying. We don't have local music slots. So if, if, if somebody's trying to get a record on, they're competing against the new the baby, ones, yeah. you know, the baby and the and, and little baby baby record, you know, or uh, the late and green or, you know, any of that. They're, they're competing against those. They're competing against the Rick Ross records and mm-hmm. the new Drake album. And, you know, that's their competition. Right. So that's it. You watch what you ask for. Right, right, right. <laughs> So the, do you have any, as a program director, do you have it, it, any control on what's being played or do you kind of get the yeah. list or you the one that give out the we, list? I'm the one that makes the list. Every Monday we look at research. Every Monday we look at music. We, we started doing that on Instagram. Uh, on, on And just every Monday when we sit and listen to the new records, I just go on live or either I like record the story. And mm-hmm. it's just because I ask people like, hey, poll this, what do you think of this record? Mm-hmm. You know, there was a record that uh, that came on there, a Lil John record called Taco Tuesday. And okay. it, was, it was a garbage record. And I'm saying garbage <laughs> with respect. I'm not yeah. saying God, I hate when people say records are trash because the artist yeah, it made takes it. nothing away from you. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's you know, a, but it was, it a, it was, when I listened to it, I was like, there's no way this record is going to play. Right. But the response to people like saying, yo, but I love me some tacos on Tuesday. And getting all those messages, I was like, yo, this might be funny to play since, yeah. taco, since tomorrow is Tuesday played it on the air and people have been calling us like yo can you play the taco song it's tuesday you know now it ain't a record that you're gonna hear every day but i'm like i really expect john to sell that to chipotle or somebody somebody and somebody gonna buy del taco or somebody's gonna buy that and it's gonna be on a commercial and he gonna mess it up mess around make a bag yeah yeah off some record that just didn't really it didn't make sense so So I'm never saying that, you know, like it ain't just the metric. Nothing in the metrics made me play it. I just heard it. And then I saw the response. I was like, this is it. They always say, you know, like whether you like it or love it, you you felt something. Mm-hmm. It moved you to feel something. So if it's getting a lot of response, then that's it. You know, I can't 
I can't, you know, I saw that and that was the evidence for me trying it. Now, most people who walk in with a record are like, well, just play it and see what the people say. I'm like, well, that's a gamble. Yeah. I'd rather play it online and let people like, yo, play that again. And I'm like, all right, at least I got something in your corner. Right. So, yeah. So shout out to Taco Tuesday a little John. I think they're delivering like 400 tacos tonight <laughs> to the party. So <laughs> that's you know. what's up, man. So how do artists do, get, get their get, can get their uh, music to you and on that Monday boardroom meeting? Like how can how can they get that? Music I mean that you? Monday meeting is really like major releases. Oh, major um, releases. But I mean, okay. but but I mean, it's the music director who's in there, and she gets everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody who wants to submit music can go to wild941.com because there's a submission. Mm-hmm. like page there or whatever mm-hmm. or either they just dm me or whatever like most people do and i get a chance to see it but it's just when it's dm it just really feels like it's ahead of the curve like get out there get your name out like send me a video or you performing it and 500 people singing every word mm-hmm. you know those are the things like when chance dropped i was like this is too weird for the room i don't get it and the management was like really and i was like yo this is goofy like i don't this dude's goofy yeah, yeah and they're yeah. like well we're doing this concert in chicago and we were inviting everybody who don't really i mean they invited the supporters but all of us that was on the fence mm. and i got there and he had these life-size puppets on stage mm. performing and it was weird and then i saw eighty thousand people singing along every word and i'm standing there like yo this is crazy. something. Yeah. And so they were like, how you feel? I'm like, I feel like I've been in the dark. Like, what? who? Chance, what? And yeah. and that started our relationship with Chance. And then he came to town, killed it. The headline, the last damn show, killed it. And just, you able to learn. Like, school me on your stuff. Don't just mm-hmm. hand me your song. Like, what did I say earlier? Your dream? Nobody treats your dream like you do. That's a fact. So don't hand it to me and walk away and be like, oh, Orlando got it. It's yeah, like, yeah, no, nah, it's yeah, your it's dream. my chance. <laughs> Like show me that you know, like show me that room with thirty or forty people doing it. Not that all, they all your cousins or something like that. You know, yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah, that's it. 